It's a blessing to have you with us tonight. I just want to say thank you for joining Amy and I and all of High Point Church. We are truly grateful to have you with us tonight. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and uh, open up to First Thessalonians. I'm going to read out of the message translation tonight. First Thessalonians chapter 5. So if you don't have the message, just follow along up front with me. Let's take a look at verses 12 through 13. The way God wants you to live. And now, friends, we ask you to honor those leaders who work so hard for you, who have been given the responsibility of urging and guiding you along in your obedience. Overwhelm them with appreciation and love. Overwhelm them with appreciation and love. I want to just take a few moments and dedicate this message to Derek and Bianca. Because they have been such amazing leaders And I think that one of the best things we can do when we see people who come in to this ministry that have been an outstanding, impeccable example of Christ's love, I think we should show them lots of appreciation and lots of love. Would you give them a big hand shake? Just a big hand clap one more time. And I want to talk tonight specifically about the main secrets to lasting love and relationships. What I'm about to talk to you about, without it, I've seen relationships absolutely fall apart. But with it, I've seen relationships thrive. I've seen people jump through hoops. And I've seen people go the extra mile with a smile on their face. And so how many want to understand exactly what I'm talking about tonight? You just, you're out there and you're saying, I want to understand this because I really want a thriving marriage or a thriving relationships with my friends, my family. How many out there are ready to receive this? Are you ready to go? Okay. Well, I want to highlight on 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Once again, I'm going to read that last sentence. Overwhelm them with appreciation and love. Overwhelm them with appreciation and love. Now, I know you've heard me talk about the importance of appreciation. I know you've heard me talk about the importance of praying together. A marriage that prays together stays together. A family that prays together stays together. A church that prays together stays together. So you understand this concept. And one of the most important principles, in addition to praying together, is appreciation. Appreciation. This is one of the most powerful ingredients to lasting relationships. Lasting relationships where love continues to thrive is through appreciation. Without it, uh, relationships take a nosedive really fast because everybody wants to know that they are admired and appreciated. So appreciation will cause people to jump through hoops. It will cause people to go the extra mile with a smile on their face. And so if you've got appreciation continually lavishing people with appreciation, I'm telling you, you're going to see households turn around. You're going to see marriages turn around. You're going to see families turn around. But without it, there will be a nosedive in relationships. Did you know that uh, over half employees don't feel appreciated in their jobs? That's based upon research. Over half employees, 80% of employees have never heard their boss say, thank you. Wow. The U.S. Department of Labor reports that the number one reason people quit jobs is because lack of appreciation. The number one reason. What if we turn the tables on us? What could possibly happen in our marriages, our families, 
our relationships, our callings in life. What could happen in our lives if we really focused in, zoned in every single day for the rest of our lives, and we said, I am going to look for people who I can appreciate. I'm going to look for something that my spouse is doing right rather than focusing on what they're doing wrong. I'm going to focus on what my children are doing right rather than what they're doing wrong. I'm going to look at what my coworker is doing right rather than what they're doing wrong. Because how many know anybody can criticize? Anybody can criticize. That's the weakest thing in the world to do. But it takes a real soldier. It takes a real challenged person to rise up and say, I am going to find something I can appreciate about this person. What could happen to this world if we zoned in on appreciating one another? In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1 through 2, In the same way, you wives, be submissive to your own husbands, subordinate not as inferior, but out of respect for the responsibilities entrusted to husbands and their accountability to God. And so partnering with them so that even if some do not obey the word of God, they may be won over to Christ without discussion by the godly lives of their wives. When they see your modest and respectful behavior together with your devotion and, say it with me, appreciation. Love your husband, encourage him, and enjoy him as a blessing from God. Now, I do believe that this goes both ways, though, right? How many know that this goes both ways? Men, women, this goes both ways. We get that. We know that. That husbands, wives, both of you, parents, relationship, co-workers, I'm telling you, there is something powerful about leading by example. You know, our examples are better caught than taught. They would rather they would rather see than hear, right? The Bible. People want to see it demonstrated. People want to see it and then they will believe it in the world. So, here's the key is appreciation. And I know I can't say this enough, and I'm going to say it a few more times yet tonight because I want this to really sink deep down into our hearts because I know that hearing this is one thing, but doing it is another thing. Because so many times in life, people start to slip away from the things. Have you ever noticed that there's a scripture that says, stay on the straight and narrow? But broad is the way that leads to destruction. Now, most Christians in general have a tendency to stay on the straight and narrow, for example, but they tend to go to the left or to the right just a little bit. And then all of a sudden, pastor gets up and he says, okay, guys, we've got to remember to appreciate. Oh, that's right. You don't need a major overhaul. You don't need an engine overhaul. You just need some spark plugs tuned up. You need some spark plugs replaced. Sometimes this is what this is all about. It's just a reminder to go back to the basics and say, my goodness, Am I really appreciating the relationships that God has given me in my life? Because according to statistics, before the no divorce fault law was in place, did you know that the number one reason women, wives ran away was because of lack of appreciation? And once again, I would venture to say this goes both ways. I would venture to say that it went both ways for men. When they ran away from their responsibilities, It was because they felt a lack of appreciation. Again, though, implement this principle and people will jump through hoops. People will go the extra mile with a smile on their face. They will rise higher. They will go further in life if they do feel appreciated. 93% accuracy. University of Washington says the number one predictor of divorce is criticism. 
That's just like the scripture it says in Proverbs 16, verse 18. Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before fall. Did you know it takes a very humble person to give compliments? It takes a very humble person to appreciate their spouse, to appreciate their children, to appreciate their employer, to appreciate their employees, to appreciate their team. It takes a very humble person. In fact, God once said these words to me. He said, those who do not give compliments, get this, this is God. I'm just repeating what he said to me. He said, those who do not give compliments are full of pride. I thought, wow, seriously. And I thought about it because it takes a very humble person to get beyond themselves and to stop thinking about themselves and to start thinking about others and preferring others. Isn't that what First Peter chapter 5, verse 6, it says, so humble yourselves under the mighty power of God and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. So when we humble ourselves and prefer others, for example, above ourselves, or we esteem others above ourselves, when we take time to appreciate, people will always rise higher. There was a uh, dentist who was struggling with an employee he had, and she was a cleaning person who would clean all the utensils and clean all the stuff that needed to be cleaned in the uh, dentist's office. And he noticed that she just was not that good of a cleaner, or at least she wasn't cleaning as meticulously as he really wanted her to be cleaning. But one day, he came across a message like this, and he thought, instead of criticizing her and being hard on her, what if I started complimenting her on all the things that she was doing right? So one night, he wrote out a letter after he saw that things weren't clean to his specifications or what he wanted, and instead of pointing it all out to her, he decided, I'm going to write a letter to her thanking her for all the things that she is doing right. From that day forward, now I'm not saying this is going to happen overnight for everybody, but from that day forward, that cleaning person cleaned better than the doctor wanted her to do even. Why? Because people will always rise higher when they feel appreciated, when they feel admired. They will always go the extra mile with a smile on their face when there is sincere value and appreciation be given. The Lord said these words once, people will make choices based on whether they feel valued or not. Once again, I'm going to repeat that. This is what the Holy Spirit said to me one time. He said, the Lord said these words to me, people will make choices based on whether they feel valued or not valued. That's extremely powerful because what if another man's success is attached to someone else's destiny? What if that person sitting next to you may be the person who connects you to your divine destiny someday? What if that person's success that you are currently working for becomes your platform for destiny someday? How many know that in this church, this ministry, even as I move forward and I start preparing people for full-time ministry and getting them in the full-time ministry, whether it's with High Point Church or not, the success of High Point Church has much to do with other people's destinies. There will be many people, many people in the five-fold ministry that will come through this ministry and launch out into their own ministries one day. Because of the success of this ministry, many dreams, God-given dreams, will be birthed in the hearts of people like you and me that will reach their God-given dreams because of the success of this ministry. That's what the Lord shared with me. He said, one man's success is attached to another man's destiny. When you... Focus on improving that employer, making their company, where you're at right now, making their life better, looking for ways to improve their life. Your life will go better. 
As you do it as unto the Lord, God will make sure that you are rewarded. Whether it comes through that company or not, God will make sure that you are rewarded. Again, I'm going to say this again. People will make choices based upon whether they feel valued or not. Whether we're talking about marriages or relationships, divine connections, people will go the extra mile if they feel appreciated by us. There is a man, and I shared this before a number of years ago, but I, I think it bears repeating. But there's a man that Amy and I met when we were going, when I was going to Oral Roberts, Oral Roberts University. And this man was a really super nice guy, and his name was Tim. Well, Tim came from a divorced family. His parents were both Christians, and when we heard that, we thought, well, this is very unique. Why would two Christians get a divorce? So we started probing just Tim a little bit more to find out what in the world went wrong. So we asked him, what are your parents like? And Tim began to describe, you know, my parents are very loving, and they've been very, you know, wonderful to us and all that. But my mom, when my, my dad would get home from work, would constantly say things like, you're so lazy, you're no good for nothing. And she would make names and call him names. And so we asked him, is your dad really lazy? Is he really that way? And his response was, no, not at all. In fact, just the contrary, for the company that he works for, he's second in charge of the company that he works for. And when we go to see him at work, the, the, the owner of the company is like a grandmother figure to us. And she says, my dad can do no wrong. That he's an amazing man. That he's the best employee she's ever had. And she goes on and on and on complimenting in front of him as well as even behind his back to his kids. Just lavishing compliments on him. So we connected the dot and we said, okay, this makes a little bit more sense to us. So your mom in front of you kids, as well as behind, uh, you know, your father's back, as well as in front of his face-to-face, would call him lazy, no good for nothing. She would criticize him. But at work, he gets compliments. And at work, he has succeeded in life. But at home, he has failed. Now, did he really fail? Or was it the expectation of the wife? Because what's going on inside of us, if we keep seeing faults in people, guess what we're going to keep pulling out in people? We're going to keep pulling out negative. But if we see good in people all around us, even if all we can think of is, man, your hair looks great today. (laughs) You know, they're ornery and just like as a hornet, you know, but they've got nice looking hair today. Well, find something that you can appreciate them or compliment them about. Maybe they started the coffee. Maybe they did something right, but look for something that you can admire or appreciate about them because as a result, you will see those people start rising a little higher and a little higher and a little higher. Now, it doesn't happen overnight, but appreciation does bring out the best in every single one of us. How many agree on this message and say, man, you're preaching better than we're saying amen out here right now? Value, that word value means to regard or esteem highly. To regard or esteem highly. So when we value people, what we're really saying is, I esteem you, I regard you, I really look up to you. That's superiority, right? It's, it's a, I'm looking at you as superior above myself. Rather than looking down at someone as inferior. 
Because people will always know how you feel in their presence. I said this in a counseling session I had just in the last hour or two. And I said this, I said, remember these words. Because people will remember about 10% of what you say in life, but they will remember 90% of how they felt in your presence. So there's little things that you and I can do to help our spouse, to help our children, to help each other to feel admired or appreciated. Little things that God gives us hints about that we can help bring out the best in others. In fact, there was a psychologist teacher that the students decided to play a little game one day. And this is a true story. They decided they're going to play a little game. And what they did is they decided among each other that they would look up and they would sit attentively on the edge of their chairs when the teacher got close to the hot water heater. And so as soon as the teacher started getting a little closer to the hot water heater, they'd sit up and look real attentive. Otherwise, they'd go like this and kind of just, as soon as he started moving away from the hot water heater, the hot water heater, they'd yawn and uh, do all this and kind of start, you know, slouching over. And so he did this. And did you know by the end of the week, they actually literally had the teacher sitting on the hot water heater? That's no joke. They actually did this in real life. People will always go a little further based upon what we're doing with our attentiveness. Are we showing them appreciation with our eyes, with our actions? In fact, there's a scripture. I love this. And uh, let me see if I can find it for you real quick. I believe it's in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 30. I love this. New Living Translation, it says, A cheerful look brings joy to the heart. Good news makes for good health. So a cheerful, cheerful look, a cheerful look brings joy to the heart. So the next time your spouse or your child walks through the door and you all of a sudden you become real attentive and you look up and you look at them or your employer walks into work and you give them a great big smile or your employee comes into work, you give them a big attentive smile and you set everything down and you say, good morning. When you show appreciation and admiration towards people, they will always go the extra mile and it will bring joy to their heart, the Bible says. And so they will always want to work a little extra harder. They'll always want to do a little bit more for you when they feel admired and appreciated. Kids, you could really learn something powerful right now. You've been wanting that new car when you turned 16? (laughs) Hear me out loud and clear. Because if you show admiration and appreciation towards your parents and you're thanking them for all the things that they are doing right, before you know it, they're going to be coming up to you and say, did you want one car or two cars? You know what I'm saying? This is a principle that really does work. If your parents feel admired, if they feel appreciated, they're going to jump through hoops just like if you feel admired and appreciated, you're going to jump through hoops. And that's what we're after in this world because this is, again, the lack of appreciation to roads loyalty. Lack of appreciation erodes loyalty. So if you want loyal hearts working for you, if you want loyal hearts in your marriage and your family, then appreciation is the key ingredient to keeping that family healthy and not just surviving, but thriving in life. For me, when I think back about high point charts and when we first got started, I thought, you know, it took a lot of faith for people to believe in what we were doing here. And when Amy and I would sometimes come in a little early and we'd see volunteers coming in, sometimes two hours or more before we, you know, even started our first service, I thought, wow, look at all these people. Look at them. Now, it's not going to do them any good if I just think it. 
I've got to verbalize it. I've got to learn to say thank you. I really appreciate you. Thank you for going the extra mile. Thank you for doing what you're doing in children's ministry. Thank you for what you're doing in the parking lot. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Because when people are doing something, if you give them credit rather than trying to take the credit for yourself, because I know and you all know that people, our church, our team, our people make me look good. They make me look good, but I know in my mind and in my heart, it's because of all of you. I couldn't be doing what I'm doing without teamwork. I couldn't be doing what I'm doing without the audio and technical and the lights and the everything else. So when I look good, really, if I was to take all the credit and not give credit to where credit belongs, people are going to lack a desire to go the extra mile. And that's why in your marriages and your families, your relationships, if you take a few moments and just even pick up a phone and do the old phone thing even and say, hey, you know, I was thinking about you, Dad. And I just want to say thank you for being there for me as a kid. You know, look for something that he did right. Look at something. Parents aren't perfect, but look at what they did do right. Thank mom. You know, she might not have been a perfect mom, but she was there. She was there for you. She was there to change your diapers. She was there to feed you. She was there. She was there to love you. He was there to pick you up from school or whatever it might have been. They were there. They did. Even when you were maybe overcoming something, they stayed up all night because of you. They might not have been perfect, but listen, we've got to look at things in the right perspective in life. We've got to look at the overall scope. Even though people are not perfect, we can certainly appreciate the things that they are doing right. And this world will be a better place as a result. There's a true story of a man named Captain Charles Plum who was a fighter fly, uh, pilot in Vietnam. Now, this pilot flew 75 very successful missions. But on the 76th mission, he had a missile shoot him down, and somehow he survived it. He ejected the parachute, brought him safely down. He went into uh, prison for about six years there. And then he was released back to a normal life. Make a long story short, Captain Plum was sitting in a restaurant one day with his wife. And a man recognized him, came up to him, and said, Sir, I recognize you. You're Captain Charles Plum. You flew 75 missions, successful missions. And on the 76th time, your plane was shot down. And then you went into prison, but you lived. And here you are today. And the man just was stunned. And he said, who are you? And how do you know so much about my life? And he said, I was the Navy sailor on the same ship that you were on. And I was the one that packed your parachute bag. Captain Plum just stood up and gave him a big hug. And he said, thank you. And that night, he just couldn't go to sleep. He just kept thinking about this young sailor. And he thought about what did he look like years ago when he was in the hull of that ship and hours just sewing and knitting and packing my parachute perfectly. What was he like? And why didn't I take time to say thank you? My life would not be here if it wasn't for you. Why didn't I notice him? Because he was a pilot. He was a fighter pilot. He was at a whole new level. I mean, he was at a completely different level than this sailor. You could not be where you're at today if it wasn't for somebody 
who's been praying for you. If you ever see a turtle on the post, just know that somebody put him there. Your life is better because of somebody, somebody else making it better for you. So my challenge tonight is to take time to think about those who've done something good for you and to write a letter, snail mail, email, text, pick up the phone, call them and say, thank you. I really appreciate what you did for me. And as you take time to practice this on a consistent daily basis, in fact, in the next uh, four or five days, I challenge you every day for the next four or five days to look for at least two or three times throughout the day that you can appreciate and compliment somebody, whether it's at work, in your relationships, at home. But look for at least two to three times a day that you can compliment, admire, appreciate someone and verbalize it because it's not going to do them any good if you don't take the time to voice it. You can think it, but it's not going to help them if you don't vocalize it. It could be a doctor, a teacher, a parent when you reflect in history. It could be somebody, but take a few moments and acknowledge them even this week. Appreciation will always cause people to go further and jump through hoops. But again, we're not even looking so much for them to jump through hoops. What we're doing is we just want to wash them and cleanse them. I still remember a number of years ago, Amy and Amy was working full-time at Oral Roberts University, and she was trying to help me get through college at the same time, and she was working these long days, and then she'd get home, and she would try and be a wonderful housewife, and she was doing a great job. But sometimes things just seem like they just, you just didn't have enough time to get everything done in the day. And I remember one time, she just started getting a little teary-eyed, and I said, what's wrong? She said, well, I really just want to be a good wife, and I want to get some clothes washed uh, for you so you have some clean clothes. And I just recognized that she's just needing some time to rest. So I said to her, Amy, don't be concerned about that. This weekend, I'll help you get some laundry done. You are an amazing wife. You're doing a great job. I really appreciate you. I am so thankful for everything that you do for me. She said at that moment, she said that so inspired her because the next thing I knew, she was washing all of our clothes. I'm telling you, a little bit of appreciation will cause people to jump through hoops with a smile and go that extra mile with that smile on their face. And that's what we're after is we want to be that breath of encouragement because encouragement is the oxygen to one's soul. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16, it says, He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Again, when I reflect at High Point Church, I think about all the volunteers that come in early, that serve, that are serving in the children's ministry, that are serving in the cafe, that are serving on the greeting team or the ushering team. When I see people just rising up and just going that extra mile, I know we couldn't do what we're doing without the help of each and every one. Every one of us coming together, doing something. And again, sometimes some positions are going to look a little more enjoyable than other positions, especially when you're changing that baby's diaper. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes there are certain positions that you would almost rather have, but because God says every position 
is honorable. Everything that you do, and you can't say that the hand is more important than the mouth or the eyes or the ears are more important than these other positions. Every part, every joint supplies, and it helps grow up the body of Christ. When we take time to acknowledge one another and appreciate one another, we will always go further and we'll always feel stronger in life. The Apostle Paul took almost the entire chapter of Romans chapter 16 to take time to appreciate all those who helped him get ahead. There are people who are doing things behind the scenes that you're not aware of at times. Think about when Joshua was in battle and he had Moses up there raising his hands. And Joshua would win the battle as long as Moses was interceding on his behalf. And when Moses got tired and his hands started going down, Aaron and Hur came along and said, hey, let me help hold up your hands. So it was three people now, not just one, that were interceding on behalf of Joshua. And as long as they were doing their part, Joshua would win. There's a lot of positions, a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes that we're not always aware of. People who are helping us get ahead. My question to you is who's packing your parachute? Who is that person that's maybe that unknown person in your life that has been praying for you? Because when you take a moment and say thank you so much and you acknowledge them and appreciate them, those little things really do matter in the big picture. John Wooden always said these words. He said as a UCLA coach, he said anytime someone helps you, he's telling his team this, he said anytime someone helps you, score a basket. They pass a pass, you know, they get the ball to you and all of a sudden you get the score. He said, always look to them and give them a nod, a smile, a high five or something, but acknowledge them. And the players one time said, well, what if they don't, what if they're not looking? And this wise, wonderful coach said, they'll be looking. Everyone needs to know that they're valuable. Everyone needs to know that they are appreciated and that they are admired in your eyes. Romans chapter 4, chapter 5, verse 5. Romans chapter 5, verse 5. The love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. That Jewish word love in Hebrew is the word hasid. And that word hasid means it's a burning desire to express all that is on behalf of of someone. In other words, there is a passion in your heart, love that God has given you to express, to verbalize love to people around you. You were created to love, not to hate. You're created to be happy, not to be sad. You're created to be rich, not to be poor. You were created for success, not to fail. You were created to win, not for defeat. And every time that you begin to express Love, you are being hasid, meaning a burning passion. God is working through you to love one another and to show that and express it. In other words, there was this husband that gave a dozen flowers on his wife's casket. And the pastor said, I really admire that about you. I appreciate you taking time to, you must have really loved her. And those are beautiful flowers. Some of the most beautiful flowers I've ever seen. Those are very, very pretty. He said, you must have really loved her. And he said, I did. He said, the only thing I regret is I knew she liked flowers, but I never bought her flowers. Don't wait until they're dead to give your compliments. Don't wait to get flowers until they're dead. You know, if you don't have something nice to say, wait until they're dead to say it, especially if it's me. If you got some nice, kind things to say, let me hear it now. 
Hebrews chapter 13, verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 13, it says, encourage one another every day. Encourage one another every day. God says to his people, you've got to encourage one another because people will always go further if they feel encouraged, admired, appreciated. I remember a number of years ago, I was working for a very large organization. And every day, I, I don't know why I do this, but I see a janitor, just a sweet elderly lady that would come out of the men's bathroom, and I knew she had been in there, and I just know that anybody who cleans the man's, men's bathroom, dear Lord, bless their heart. You know what I'm saying? And uh, every time she'd come out, I would just immediately, as soon as I'd catch eyes with her, I'd say, thank you so much for cleaning the men's bathroom. I really do appreciate you. And I would say it day after day, every time I would see her. And one day, I was about to move and to leave, and I told her, well, I said, I'm, I'm moving, I'm leaving, and she was about to retire. I said, I'm going to miss seeing you, but I just want you to know, I really appreciate all that effort that you put into cleaning the bathrooms. It was just great to go into a nice, clean, smelling bathroom, and uh, I really do appreciate it. And she broke down. She started crying. She said, in all the years that I've worked here, and it was over 20-some years, and she was about to retire, she said, no one has ever said thank you. And I thought, wow, how many people go without appreciation? How many people would go the extra mile if we just simply said, thank you. Thank you for putting the dishes away. Thank you for folding the clothes. Thank you for changing the baby's diaper. Thank you. Thank you for bringing the kids to school. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What could happen in our marriages and our families? How much higher could we go in our relationships if the people around us always felt admired and appreciated by each and every one of us? If you think about in closing on this thought, Jesus, every single one of God's people, if you ask him the question, what do you want to hear more than anything from Jesus? And every Christian I've ever met always says these words. I want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. Well, why do we need to wait until then to appreciate each other? Yes, we're striving after that. We want to hear our master, our Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant. But how about we encourage each other along the way? How about we take a few minutes each day to admire and appreciate and thank those who have made a difference in our lives. When we give credit to where credit is due, people will always become very loyal and very faithful to you. I'll close with this story now. There's a story that I love, and it's one of my favorite stories, and it was a man named Jesse Owens in the 1936 Olympic Games. Some of you know this. It was in Berlin, Germany. Jesse Owens was in competition for a a number of uh, athletic events that day. And one of them was the long jump. And Jesse had a lot of pressure. The reason why Jesse had a lot of pressure, number one, is because he had already scratched his two runs. He had three attempts at the long jump, and he had already scratched, faulted. In other words, he had stepped over the line where he was supposed to jump. The pressure was on him for that, and also the pressure was on him because he was 
and African-American. And in those days, there was a lot of separation still and racism. And the crowd was jeering at him and putting a lot of pressure on him. When Les Long, who was from Germany, recognized what was going on and how the enemy was trying to mess with his head, and Les Long was a very, very good long jumper himself, he could have sat back and just let Jesse fault on the third time and disqualify himself. But instead, Luz came along, put his arm around Jesse in front of everybody in the crowd that day. And Luz was white. And when he put his arm around him, he said these words to Jesse. He said, Jesse, you're qualifying easily for the long jump. You faulted by about three inches. Just move back three inches. Start three inches back because you're easily making the qualification mark. Jesse went on to not only win a gold medal in the long jump, but then in other, two other additional areas, he won three gold medals, breaking the world record in three different areas that year in 1936. And this is what Jesse says in closing. You could melt down all the medals and cups I have, and they wouldn't even be plating on the 24-carat friendship I feel for Luz Long. It's not so much about us getting ahead in life. It's about helping others get ahead in life. But when we help others get ahead in life, we become a winner with them. Do you receive this tonight? Just bow your head and close your eyes. Father, we thank you so much for our time together, and we just want to say thank you for helping us to help others win in life. Taking time to admire and appreciate, and I know there's times where we feel like we need to be admired and appreciated, but the fact is, is that we've got to get our eyes off of ourselves, and when we focus on others and helping others get ahead in life, we'll always stand taller when we've got someone on our shoulders. Help us to get beyond ourselves and to help others win in life by taking time to admire them, appreciate them, compliment them, build them up, looking for ways to say thank you to the people around us. And I know as a result, we'll all go further in life and we'll all stay stronger. Let me ask you with every head bowed and every eye closed, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? You know, I know sometimes it's just like, well, I wish he would just start it and he would just appreciate me. If he only knew all the things I did at home all throughout the day and I feel like he doesn't really admire me and appreciate me. Well, maybe he doesn't know exactly all the things that you do. But are you taking time to admire and appreciate him? Somebody's got to be the bigger person. Someone's got to rise up and say, you know, it's going to be me. Someone's got to be mature. Whether it's a marriage, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's an employer who just doesn't appreciate the work that you do. Maybe not. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he is thinking that he appreciates you. Maybe she does appreciate you, but she doesn't voice it, doesn't know this, hasn't heard this message, but you have heard it tonight. Why don't you take that step forward? Begin to admire and appreciate what they do and compliment them on the work that they're doing. Now, whether they say thank you or not doesn't really matter. They'll always remember, though, the ones who admire and appreciate them. And when it comes time for promotions, guess who's going to be up first? 
the ones who are appreciative. Let me take it one step further. When was the last time you really took time to appreciate and admire God for what he's given you through his son, Jesus Christ? When was the last time you just said, thank you? Thank you. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for the long suffering and the patience, the endurance, all that you've put up with me for so much in so many years. Have you given him credit? Have you taken time to appreciate him? No matter what the Holy Spirit is saying to you tonight, we can always take time to improve. So my challenge is let the weak become strong and let the strong become stronger tonight. Let us all grow together, become better at appreciating one another. Now, at this very moment, I ask the most important question. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you need to recommit your life to the Lord tonight? It would be my honor and my privilege to bring you back to the throne room of grace where there is a God who loves you and treasures you and truly does value you. If that's you and you're saying, Pastor, pray for me. I need to accept Christ or I need to recommit my life to the Lord Jesus with every head bowed and every eye closed right now. If that's you, would you slip every hand all over this room right now, just acknowledging you need to accept Christ to recommit your life to the Lord Jesus. Thank you for your hands. Anyone else who's saying, Pastor, please pray for me too. Okay, you can put your hands down. Let's take a moment. Let's pray with those that are making this decision. The Bible says in Romans 10, 13, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So let's make a decision. Let's pray with our brothers, our sisters who are making this quality choice in this decision. Let us be that encouragement and pray with them. Would you follow me in this prayer? Heavenly Father, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my Lord my Savior, and my best friend. Thank you for dying on the cross for all of my sins. I commit my life to you now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Would you give them a big hand clap? Let them know how much you love them. Appreciate them.